Pull up a chair and join us. It's time for Business Over Brews, presented by the Growler Guys here in Eau Claire. I'm Scott. We'll have a great guest with us in just a moment, but sit back for the next half hour as we enjoy a beverage and learn more about a local business here in the Chippewa Valley. We are recording inside of the Growler Guys on London Road in Eau Claire, and uh, again, folks, as we get into the winter months and what have you, looking for a place to unwind, looking for a place to relax, hey, think about the Growler guys. They've got a great back room here as well. Uh, outstanding spot to not only have an, a, an official holiday party, but even if a group of five, six, seven of you want to come and unwind after work, you know, have a have a post-work uh, post meeting, if you will. Stop on by the Growler guys. A plethora of drink selections as well. Yeah, some 40, 50 selections. Not only alcoholic beverages, but they have non-alcoholic ones as well. Plenty of beer and beer-like drinks to go along with it. Check them out online. Check them out on social media. The Growler guys here in Eau Claire. And by the way, again, a locally owned business. And that is the focus of this program is locally owned business, business over brews. And uh, today we're being joined by Blaine Methune. He is one of the owners, along with his wife, of Ramon's Ice Cream in downtown Eau Claire. It, it feels like that location's been around for a very long time. It's only been a handful of years, but it shows they got in on the resurgence of downtown uh, early on. And now things are building up around them. Blaine, welcome to the program. Thank you, Scott. Really appreciate being here. Thank you, thank you. And uh, this is kind of old hat for Blaine. He was one of the uh, one of the the uh, initial podcasters with Eau Claire Hometown Media. So, Blaine, that headset should feel comfortable for you. <laughs> I think it still has my name on it. I think this one was mine. Yeah. Now, let's see if we can remember what you got. Uh, I'm, I'm going to be enjoying uh, the Oddball from Mobcraft uh, Brewing in Milwaukee. It's a Kolsch style. Uh, beverage, uh, very very sweet and tangy. Not necessarily wintry, but I felt like something sweet uh, today. And uh, what did you select was, up there? I was kind of thinking the same thing. I wanted to go something a little bit, uh, maybe a little darker, more wintry. Uh, of course, uh, being a Packer fan, I'm not feeling too great about our season right now. So I'll drink my sorrows away with a. Uh, uh, it's a brew from Titletown Green 19, I believe is the name of this one. I uh, thought they should couple that up with a uh, Blue 42, I think would be kind of interesting. <laughs> All right, so that's what we'll be enjoying uh, while we are uh, d talking here. And, and again, Blaine, as we mentioned, uh, you are uh, one of the owners of Ramon's Ice Cream Shop. Uh, you know, some people have got a story of their family grew up in the ice cream business or grew up in whatever widget business there is. You came in with no experience in ice cream. So when did this start and why did you start this well, business? Well, to be fair, I did have some experience. I ate a lot of ice cream growing <laughs> up. But uh, no, we do kind of have an interesting story, to be completely honest. Uh, it was not necessarily, you hear about people starting businesses out of a passion and that kind of thing. Uh, I, I do believe that our, our business was started out of a passion. Uh, in the, the, we've got kind of a, a quick story that I could probably tell about how we got started. Uh, my wife and I both graduated from UW-Stout in 2007-2006, uh, I believe. Uh, so our, uh, our wedding anniversary in 2014-15, rather, uh, went on a riverboat cruise over in Stillwater, found this cool little spot over in Stillwater called Leo's Malton Grill. 
uh, kind of fell in love and uh, being born and raised in Eau Claire, uh, we didn't have any hard scoop ice cream at the time in downtown and we just saw this amazing need in, in downtown Eau Claire and having three kids of our own and uh, not being allowed really quite frankly to bike downtown as a kid. Uh, we wanted to give a family destination uh, in downtown Eau Claire and that's where Ramones was kind of born and uh, the name Ramones is a nod to my, my, uh, my late father who passed away in 2014 uh, but he, uh, his nickname when he was a young guy was Ramon. Uh, so the R Ramon is uh, straight from my dad and the red balloons. It's a, a story for another day, but it's a, a long story about my Lutheran uh, grand, or my, uh, my grandfather who was a Lutheran pastor, uh, used the symbolism of the, of the red balloons. And uh, really what we do with Ramones is about, it is truly about uh, being a, a part of the community and, and giving back to the community. And I see uh, Growler guys, I see they're uh, heavily involved with uh, uh, give back portion of their business as well and and that's kind of what we wanted to do and it, it always is uh, kind of heartwarming to see uh, other area businesses that um, uh, just really value the idea of giving back to local nonprofits and charities like we do tell us a little bit about the process of getting the whole thing started because people will have a dream of starting a business they may even have a great idea but sometimes it simply dies at the kitchen table. There's a, there's a whole process that goes into even a great idea coming to fruition. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think, honestly, a word that I've been uh, seeing a lot lately is fire. Uh, I just feel like I, I've, I've got this fire in me every now and then, and, and I think we all do. Um, I, I, and for, for us, uh, when it all got going, I think we were just so incredibly enthusiastic about this idea that we couldn't stop thinking about it. Uh, and then, of course, as you start to tell your friends and your family and uh, people in the community, and they just kind of rally behind you like, uh, like we had in our situation, uh, there was just no slowing us down. Um, and then uh, it just came together extremely quickly for us. I think the idea was born in 2015, uh, in June of 2015, uh, and it was by July, uh, or rather May of 17, that we opened our doors. But honestly, uh, um, it was after we purchased the building that we're currently in, in uh, the summer of 2016, uh, that's when it really started kind of going in fast forward. Uh, once we we had a place in downtown and uh, it took us about seven months to do the rehab down there uh, and that was pretty much uh, what got us going but uh, really just a lot of I don't know um, I hate to say determination I feel like that's a really cliche but uh, it really just was this idea of uh, what we want to do in the community and in this give back portion of, of what we do and in knowing that there was this need for ice cream downtown uh, this that just really kind of kept us going i really want to focus on that that giving back by the way in just a moment because i know that is not only uh you know that, that's a part of a lot of mission statements but it truly oh, yeah. is a huge part of of your guys's business that is the mission yeah, yeah. but uh things maybe you've learned about entrepreneurship through this you'd had you you'd had some uh you'd dipped your toes in the water in some yeah. things, and some things have continued on, even while the ice cream shop is in operation. But overall, the things you've learned about entrepreneurship, it's one of those fancy words, and it's something, by the way, that really is growing in this area, oh my gosh, yeah. especially in the last few years as people have taken stock of what they want. Right, right. Uh, well, I, I listened to one of your past uh, episodes uh, with Heather from Embark, uh, and she was talking about passion, uh, and she was always passionate about animals and, and things like that. And uh, she talked about, you know, really not feeling like she ever works. And, you know, that's a, a mantra that, you know, I hear quite often is, you know, it doesn't feel like work. And I, and I feel that as well. 
Uh, but he asked me about like kind of what I've learned and, and things like that. And uh, it's a question that I've gotten before about you know what did you know what did you not know coming into the business that you now know and you wish you would have known. Uh, for for us, uh, a part of it is financial for me, uh, in just realizing um, how much was going to be continually needed to be put back into the business. Uh, I thought that was kind of eye-opening after starting the business. You know, here I thought, oh, we'll do the remodel, we'll get everything going, we'll you know buy our product, our freezers, everything else, uh, and then day number one comes, and you know, won't it, you won't really have to do much else after that. But really, the continual amount of money that we put, continue to put back into our business. Um, through our team members or uh, freezers going out and you know that kind of thing we had a dishwasher that went out to the tune of like five thousand dollars for a uh, for a dishwasher and it's just these these things that you know are kind of expected but unexpected also at the same time and uh, really uh, money management and financial management was kind of a big big learning curve uh, for us uh, as we got going with our business do you feel as though you're stronger as a person who runs a business having come out of COVID? Because it's a challenge that nobody had a, uh, a roadmap for. Yeah. And I, I like to equate it too to a lot of people. You and I are roughly the same age. We, we came up during the financial crisis of the late 2000s, right, which I think right. has also given us uh, a benefit of, 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 of always kind of being prepared, thinking something might happen, right. always being prepared in diversification. We were talking about that before. So do you think from, say, a business standpoint, people like yourself that have come out of COVID, you learned some things. You learned, you, you, you developed some calluses in a right, good way. Right. Well, I think, I, I think there's so many of us that are kind of full, and, full of spit and vinegar and uh, this uh, do, do good action. And, uh, you know, we, we know what we want to do and that kind of thing. But uh, I think coming out of COVID and uh, when you were asking that question or kind of leading up to that question, uh, where my mind was going was kind of like these past generations and, and what different generations have had to go through. Uh, and I think when history is written about what we've gone through, uh, you know, during COVID and not even during COVID, but also, you know, the 2007, 2008, that's kind of, uh, we started getting our start in real estate uh, a few years before 2007, 2008. Uh, and for a lack of a better term, and uh, I come from a military family, and I don't mean this as any disrespect, but the phrase battle tested uh, kind of came to my mind. Uh, you know, it, you can't compare it to being in war, but, uh, you know, coming out of COVID and being able to weather that storm, uh, it was a very, very difficult and trying time, not just as a, a business owner and a father and a, and a husband and that kind of thing, but uh, really it, it just, uh, it flipped the whole world on its head and um, you were kind of having to uh, really make a lot of uh, reactionary decisions and in, in kind of making these decisions on the fly. And uh, for us, it's, you know, not just decisions that we make about our own family and our business and, you know, whether or not people get ice cream. Sure. Um, you know, not, it's not earth shattering. Uh, but for us, you know, we look at our team uh, and we've got a team of people that are relying on us as well. Uh, and I just, you know, as a business owner, uh, that's something else that I've kind of learned is like this weight that is felt uh, of being accountable and being reliable to these people. Um, you know, as a leader, of course, but also, um, you know, this is how they put food on their table. We've touched on it a couple of times before. I want to transition to uh, the, the charitable aspect of your business. And, and here's the thing. A lot of local businesses will sponsor the local Little League team and they will make donations. So it's, you guys aren't necessarily alone in that. There's a lot of great businesses right, right. that give that give back. You guys are a little bit unique, though, uh, 
in your program and the, the tips for a cause, something that I know a, a number of other businesses have looked at fondly and have taken it themselves right. and, and they themselves have thought, hey, that's a good idea yep. for that. Explain to us, again, this model that you have because yeah. uh, it's, it's somewhat unique for a for-profit it with is, kind of yeah. a non-profit idea in your head. Right, right. Uh, and really, that's kind of like the structure that we have in our mind as well. Uh, uh, you know, my grandfather was a Lutheran pastor. My dad was a, 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 a woodcarver and um, you know, I, I didn't come from a whole lot growing up, and uh, but the the idea was uh, to have some type of a ministry or some way that you're touching the community. Uh, and I remember shortly after my dad passed away, uh, going into my mom's room, um, just saying, you know, I with tears in my eyes, and just saying, you know, I, I want to do something more for the community uh, than just work a nine to five and, and go home at the end of the day. I really want to leave my mark and really touch touch the community. Uh, and what was kind of born born from that, and uh, is what we're doing with Ramones and. You know, my wife, uh, Kayla, uh, also owner in, in Ramon, she was the executive director of uh, Chippewa Mentor Program in Chippewa Falls uh, Mentoring Program, and she worked for Big Brothers Big Sisters, so it's just very much in us uh, to want to do this give back for uh, some of these organizations that really don't have a huge voice of their own. Um, so you kind of led into it, but uh, how we do it is, uh, you know, our, our first year, we, we knew we had this idea and, and what we wanted to do, and uh, we pay our people down at Ramones uh, uh, more than minimum wage, uh, and we stay open all year long, uh, so we're open 12 months a year, uh, so we pay our people uh, a wage higher than minimum wage, and uh, when we first pitched the idea, we pitched it to our whole entire team and said, do you guys want to do this? So how it works is it was a unanimous decision that you're number one, and we've just continued on, on the same, in the same vein. 100% uh, of all of our tips on a weekly basis go to these charitable organizations. Uh, so, you know, uh, this week could be Scott Montesano. And Scott, you know, you're, you love dogs, I heard. Uh, and maybe Bob's House for Dogs is one that you want to give back to. Uh, so we do a little bio about you, throw you on the freezer, throw you on the Instagram and uh, Facebook and that kind of thing and tell a little bit about who you are. Uh, and then you say, you know, I, all, all, all the money this week is going to Bob's House for Dogs. So on a month or on a week to week basis, rather in the summertime, we'll do this. And, you know, it's twelve, thirteen, fourteen hundred dollars that we're giving away to a, a different nonprofit each week. Uh, and you as the team member, it's not my wife, it's not myself, it's not our manager. Uh, it's that team member themselves that are handing over this check at the end of the week. Um, and it's just been, again, I, I sound cliche for saying this, but it's astounding the reaction that we've gotten from this, uh, not just from the community, uh, not just from the organizations and the CEOs and the people that we're, the, that we're giving the money to, but even our team. Um, and people kind of, this is a thing that, you know, we talk about a lot and, and how we do this and the tips and, and that kind of thing. But our team is, stands behind this um, and, and they love doing this. And uh, quite frankly, we have people that come and join our staff simply because it's a way that they can raise money for a, a, a charity of their choice in something that's near and dear to them. So it seems like we actually attract people that have this idea of giving back to the community, uh, which is just kind of what we want in our doors. Uh, and quite frankly, it's something that I kind of bring up often is there was a movie back in the 90s. I can never remember the kid's name, but it was a movie called Pay It Forward. And I think I was like 10, 12 years old when that movie came out. And I think it always just kind of stuck this idea of uh, doing something nice for one person. And then that, that person will do nice things for three people. And each of those three people will do nice things for three more. So it's this growing, cascading wave of goodness in the area. Um, and that's, quite frankly, I, I, I don't think that we can take credit for it. Uh, people have been giving back for a long, long time, and we're 
like you said, we're definitely not the first ones to do anything like this, but we have just certainly noticed, uh, maybe because it's, uh, you know, after you get a, a, a new car, you get a, a red Toyota Tundra, and all of a sudden you're seeing a red Tundras all over the place. But uh, it certainly is very evident uh, that there's a lot of organizations giving back right now. Uh, you know, it's uh, such a, a cool thing for us too. We've received a, a few phone calls from area businesses. Um, um, the candy shop in, in Chupa Falls is a great example. They've copied our model uh, and they called us and just asked us, you know, would it be okay if we did this? And kind of picked uh, my wife's brain and my brain about how we do it. And, and that's what they do now is they give back to area nonprofits. I can't remember if it's on a weekly, bi-weekly or monthly basis, but, um, you know, they saw our model and they want to copy it. And that's amazing. Uh, so if anything can be left behind from Ramones, it's this idea um, that, uh, you know, it's a good thing to give back and, and show that to these young people uh, that giving back is a good thing. And, and it's not just about, you know, your financial benefit at the end of the day, but it's also about the lives that you can touch. And um, if you have something, uh, it's, it's a good thing to be able to share that. Well, outstanding there. And I want to let Blaine have a chance to take a sip of his beverage here. He's got uh, youth basketball. He's got a coach when this is all over. I want you to see two basketballs while you're out there. <laughs> I might not finish the beer. We'll see. <laughs> well, we got time for a few more minutes here before. Uh, I, don't, I, I don't want you being late to, uh, to your next endeavor after this. But uh, talking about family. And uh, you mentioned uh, your wife, Kayla. She's, she's with you in, in, in business. She's also started up her own business yeah. now. Uh, so clearly you guys haven't been scared away from entrepreneurship. No, no, no. And you have young kids as well. So talk about, obviously, you know, your, your, your wife diving into another business, but you guys still finding time for family. Right. Um, and at the end of the day, for us, it truly is family is the most important thing for us. So uh, we've learned a lot of lessons around that as well and in how to balance things and uh, honestly, I was kind of thinking about this earlier today, and I can't have a conversation about any of this stuff without bringing up the team that we have. Um, not just the team at the parlor, but the team that we've kind of assembled uh, in life in general. Uh, and I think it's just a great thing uh, mental health-wise and, uh, and, and productivity-wise productivity as well. I think life is ha about having those teams. Uh, so having the accountant, having you know somebody that can help with media, things like that. But um, honestly, for us, uh, Having the team that we do uh, down at Ramones, uh, that kind of really helps us and carries us, and they are the face of our business. And uh, we have two phenomenal managers, um, Ali Gums and, and Ellen Nelson, that uh, just lead the way for us. And um, it's our hope and our belief that we've been able to put some people into a position where they're able to live out their passions as well. Uh, and that's kind of uh, what we'd like to do. And uh, But kind of bringing it back to the family, knowing that we... Um, have people that have a responsibility and they and they have a passion for what we're doing and, and for what Ramones is as well, lightens the load for us so that we can spend more of that time with our family. And uh, and that's uh, yeah, something that Kayla's gonna be doing with her new business, Shine On. And uh, uh, in the same vein, uh, it is about you know, uh, driving community and, and this one's about uh, driving community and, and bringing a community for, for women in the area. You know, one other thing I want to ask you here, we talked, uh, you know, and I'm blessed to be able to talk to so many different local businesses in the area on a week-to-week -week basis. And, and this is one of those things that always kind of comes up that interests me. How important is it to balance looking ahead and trying to grow? And you and I were talking beforehand, again, some ideas you've got. Yeah, and, yeah. You, know, you may be kicking around another idea in your head, and there's nothing wrong with 
looking ahead and trying to grow and at the same time staying in the moment right. and knowing when this is okay right now too and how do you balance that the hey let's 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 go ch- let's go chase the horizon and other times where you're like, oh, let's, let's stay on the park bench and look at what's around. Right, right. I, I, there's a beautiful message in there, Scott. Uh, there, was a, there was a book that I got uh, when I was a young guy uh, called The Precious Present. Uh, and I cannot remember the, uh, the author's name at the time uh, right now. Uh, but it is just like you're saying, not about living in the past, not about living in the, pu- in the future, but living in the precious present that we have right now. Uh, and I'll admit, I struggle with that. Uh, I struggle with that a lot. Um, this idea of having, having these ideas and uh, visions of uh, things that could be and uh, just seeing splendor in my mind and, and not wanting to pull the trigger and do it. Um, it's a really difficult thing. Uh, but having people that you can talk to and, and have these brainstorming sessions and uh, maybe uh, go through the idea of uh, starting a business uh, and you do it over beers like we are right now where we, you know, we, we map out the business over the next 15 years and then we never actually do the business itself. But you know, we can still feel accomplished with that. But uh, for me, it's, it, the constant reminder for me is looking at my kids and, and being home with my kids and just realizing that that time is fleeting. Uh, that really always brings me back to the present moment. Um, you know, our kids, we've got twin girls that are 11 and a 12-year-old son. Uh, you know, it's only going to be another six, seven years that they're going to be at home. Uh, I always tell them that they are more than welcome to stay at home longer than that. But, um, you know, that time is fleeting. And my dad was 61 years old when he passed away. So, um, you know, trying to remind myself that um, what's truly important is about the people and, uh, and the friends and the family that you have and, and taking time for them. Blaine, before I let you go, uh, we, we cannot have a discussion uh, with the proprietor of, uh, of Ramones without discussing the, you know, when people think of Ramones, you walk in there, it's like any type of ice cream shop you'd walk into in, say, a touristy town. Or you, you guys yeah. have, have leaned right into the old-fashioned ice cream shop model, right down to the waffle cone smell. <laughs> yeah. uh, so that being said, people walk in, and you may have the best, you know, I'm going to get a dish, I'm going to get you know, a sugar cone. No matter what, you're getting a waffle cone because you yeah. walk in there. Are you immune to the smell at this point because you pretty much oh. live in there, or do you still get the sweet smell of waffle cone in your nostrils? Oh, it still hits me as soon as I walk in the front door, <laughs> uh, and I'm not saying that just to say it. Uh, no, it still packs a punch, uh, and it, it is and has always been one of my favorite things. Uh, the kids can always tell when I go down to Ramones, uh, and it seems to me that I get uh, the bigger hugs that I ever get when I go home smelling like a waffle cone. Now, parents, uh, you know, kids all, all always idolize their parents and, uh, you know, whatever the parents do. But uh, I got to figure it's a little little special when, when mommy and daddy are the ice cream people. Yeah, I think, yeah, I, th- I think for a time they, they loved that. And uh, I think they're still known a little bit at school for being, you know, uh, the Ramones kids. But, uh, you know, uh, you'd think that we'd have ice cream at every, every, every family event and we, and we don't. So we, we try and limit it. And again, kind of separating the business and the family and stuff like that. But... Um, yeah, no, that waffle cone smell sure still packs a punch. Well, Blaine, thank you so much. And people can check out Ramones. Again, you guys are open uh, year-round, yep, so check, check them out. Get a little taste of summer in the middle of the winter. Absolutely. Uh, ice cream always goes always down. Always a good time. And uh, when you're not at uh, Ramones, if you want something a little bit more adulty, if you will, hey, check them out here at the Grower Guys on London Road. Uh, a plethora of selections to stop by. And they have food as well. Uh, uh, some great uh, flatbreads and sandwiches. 
uh, here at the Growler Guys. Outstanding spot again to stop by after work. Uh, maybe solve some of the uh, the world's problems there you go. here at uh, the Growler Guys. Blaine, we'll see you some other time. Thanks, Scott. Really appreciate it, man.